This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
Several of the Republicans running for president made appearances at the Iowa State Fair over the weekend. But Donald Trump's brief visit to Des Moines seemed to grab the most attention. The former president was there for less than two hours, arriving with about a dozen U.S. House members from Florida in a not-so-subtle dig at Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who was also there. Trump spent a short time talking to the crowd, repeating his lie about the 2020 election being stolen. You know, we did great in 2016. We won. We did much better. I hate to say this. We did much better in 2020. The election was rigged. So we'll be back. We are not taking any chances. We're way up in the polls in Iowa and all over the country. We're up by over 50 points. That's a lot, but we don't want to take any chances. We'll be back. Meanwhile, Ron DeSantis received a mixed welcome at the state fair. He was heckled by Trump supporters throughout the day, including his appearance with Iowa's governor, Kim Reynolds. You know what? You know what? We're in Iowa and in Iowa, we're Iowa nice. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear our candidates. While DeSantis was speaking at that event, the Trump campaign trolled him, paying for a plane to fly overhead with a banner that read, Be likable, Ron. Another headline out of Iowa, the Iowa State Fair this week, Vivek Ramaswamy rapping to Eminem's Lose Yourself. The song was played after his fairside chat with the Iowa governor. Uh, welcome. Monday, 14 August, Year of the Lord, 2023. Um, let's go to uh, – we've got Boris Epstein. Boris, um, I want to start with that. There's a lot of things we could – we're going to work through on the show today. But I want to put a marker in this on the on the 14th of August that this was full-spectrum dominance in uh, – we couldn't even show it. I mean the scale of the crowd, President Trump's talks, the reception, the 12 uh, – members who endorse, including Anna Polina Luna, who I think is like eight months pregnant or seven and a half months pregnant, getting on the plane. It just, it, it shows you the Keebler elves are the Keebler elves that I've never seen turn out in the Iowa State Fair, at least the footage I saw for President Trump, your assessment. Steve, honored to be with you, honored to be with the posse this morning, and it was an honor to see and appreciate the outpouring of experience the outpouring of support for President Trump all over the country from Iowa on Saturday. And what happened in Iowa, Steve, isn't, you know, it, it, it's not just, you know, a separate event or something that you know, comes and goes. That is a representation of the unbelievable level of support, of love, and of need for President Trump that the American people have. And the Keebler Elves, as you call them so aptly, these pretenders who are trying to run against them, they need to give it up now. They need to stop playing games and they need to coalesce and unify around the only person who can save our country while it is being picked apart piece by piece by piece by crooked Joe Biden, by Mitch McConnell, by rhinos and by all those who want to sell our country down the river. We saw, and we saw that support and love on Saturday. And I, you saw it again at Bedminster yesterday. You've got your huge crowds looking not at the, at, the, at the amazing golf championship going on, but they're looking at President Trump because they want to see a glimpse of the one man they know who on his broad shoulders can bring our country back to greatness. 
And that is right there, all the explanation anyone needs for why the, this quote-unquote primary is an annihilation, why President Trump is crushing Joe Biden in the polls, and he's on the march back to the White House. Now, if you saw the, if you saw the, um, the other candidates, they went through, you know, uh, DeSantis and, uh, and Pence and these guys, they all go through, you know, frying the pork chops and all that. And I understand that's the customs and tradition. But what they're doing now is taking resources away, taking focus away. It's huge opportunity costs, particularly as what they're trying to do. They understand they've got a couple of ways to stop Trump. One is lawfare, right? Uh, the other is to have these in the Murdochs and these people have these other candidates up there to distract and to raise money and to raise money away from the central issue, which is taking the White House in 2024. What, what do you believe is the next uh, step in just, in just dismissing the Keebler L's? Because this is, to me, it's getting obnoxious now. And, and, and here's the thing we saw. I was over. I mean, Trump went in at Bigfoot. I've, on the scale of, of that at the Iowa State Fair and the outpouring of love and, and the, and the power of bringing Matt Gates and Byron Donalds and Anna Polina Luna and these other uh, heroes of the MAGA movement from Florida that endorsed uh, Trump. Um, you know, what's the next step here? See, the next step is to ensure that everyone out there who any you know, elected officials, any political influencer, anybody knows from the Warren Posse, the MAGA movement, that there's no option, not, no option but to unify behind President Trump, to end these charades from the Keebler elves, to end these absolutely useless attempts, because they know, the Keebler elves know, the pretenders know, the American people know, the, the, the money backers know that there's absolutely no chance for any of them against President Donald J. Trump. And as the president continues to be persecuted, continues to be attacked by the left, what we need right now is a unity and coalescence. And that has to be around, the, again, the only leader who can save our country, and that's President Trump. Everyone else has already shown extensively that they're not up to the task. Let's make sure that we focus on beating crooked Joe Biden. We make sure we focus on beating the Uniparty and go and win the White House back and go and control and save and preserve our country. Because if we don't do that, what happened in Hawaii over the last several days is going to be happening all over this country. And while the rhinos and the Democrats and the Uniparty is too busy sending tens, hundreds of billions and trillions of dollars off to Ukraine for a war that's half a world away, while the American people are dying in disasters, are starving, are being killed on the street from rampant crime, and are seeing their country ripped apart. Um, <clears throat> the protective order. I got Mike Davis to go through the details. When President Trump put some stuff up on Truth Social today, tell me how that's going to play out. This judge is pretty radical. Tell me, walk me through how this is going to play out. Well, President Trump is going to continue to exercise his First Amendment. Of course, there, you know, there's as with any case, there are always some uh, rules and guidelines put in in terms of witnesses. President Trump has always followed every law, rule, and regulation, and obviously the Constitution. And what he will continue to focus on is that these hoaxes all across the country are nothing but witch hunts. These are fake persecutions, and he's going to continue to speak truth to power. He's not going to back down because President Trump and the American people know that the only way that these pathetic Democrats have now conjured up to beat him is through lawfare, but they're going to lose at that as well, Steve, because these cases are empty. There are no crimes. 
And there's absolutely no way that President Trump did anything wrong. He's followed every law, rule, or regulation, and the Constitution. Boris, uh, your uh, social media, how do people follow you? Steve, thanks so much. My information, hot on Getter at Boris CP, on Twitter at Boris CP, hot on Twitter social at Boris, hottest on the ground, Boris underscore Epstein. And of course, stay strong, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks, Boris. Um, Today, we've got a lot we've got to cover. Uh, The situation in Michigan with the great team over Gateway Pundit. Of course, in Ukraine, we have Ben Burkwam. We're going to go to Ben Burkwam at the bottom of the hour. Jack Posobiec is going to join us. Jack is also, we're going to get into the situation in Maui. Uh, We're trying to get a couple of war and posse members up from Maui. We're having technical difficulties trying to also get Ed Dowd. We're having technical difficulties on that, so we will try to do that. Uh, but I want to start today with this because and I really appreciate. In fact, if the, in the final minute we've got, if Denver can go back and just put up that B-roll, uh, people that know Iowa were blown away by the scale of the turnout for President Trump and the affection of the crowd for President Trump and wanting President Trump back. This um, you we are going to have now a more concentrated effort. And that's why the next couple of weeks are, are so important because you're going to have another piece of lawfare. I happen to think that Fonnie Willis will officially jump the shark uh, for the lawfare program, but you're going to have another indictment. This is going to have another, I don't know, 20 or 30 in, indictments or charges. There's going to be more money, more focus, more time away, opportunity costs. They know they can't beat Trump at the poll. What freaks them out is they see what happened in Iowa. They understand he's the presumptive nominee. He's going to be the nominee of the Republican Party. He's going to defeat Biden or Michelle Obama or Newsom, whoever you put up as the Democrats. He's going back to the White House, and they are going to burn it all down before they let that happen. And so now we're in a struggle, and the Murdochs have thrown themselves into this with the RNC. The RNC has announced that the second debate, not bad enough that the first debate, the second debate – in the primary is going to be Fox Business, which like 50 people watch. And they have two of the biggest Never Trumpers, Cavuto and Varney. I'm sure will be the host or it'll be it'll be Never Trump night at the Reagan Library. So the Murdochs are thrown in, the establishment thrown in, Wall Street's thrown in, uh, obviously the Chinese Communist Party. Everybody's out to stop Trump. And we are committed not to allow that to happen. Mike Davis uh, next uh, with the protective order. Georgia and other legal issues next in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. We are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the United States dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the United States and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. Get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. This is a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. And it kicks off on August 22nd. 
Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-L-O-N, to the number 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. As I committed to you, we're not going to spend an inordinate amount of time with this. We're going to spend time on the important stuff. Some people are obsessed with it, and we can't get sucked into that. To get sucked into that is to play their game because they want the lawfare to be the narrative. They want the lawfare to suck up all the resources, all the attention, and to become what this is about. That's not it at all. Um, We've got to combat that, and we have to go on offense. McCarthy is out today in Jackson Hole with all the fat cats, right, all the big donors, and they're having their powwow um, to think through the debacle that McCarthy has kind of gone along with. Lead story in the... uh, in the Politico today is about Mitch McConnell, the, clo- the you know the final days of Mitch McConnell, whatever. By Jonathan Martin's a very savvy reporter, pr- previously at the New York Times. He spent a lot of time with McConnell. McConnell's um, closing days, he's focused on two things: stopping Trump and fully uh, and fully uh, financing and arming Ukraine. Okay, not, not not one word about the Chinese Communist Party or Taiwan or the Straits of Taiwan, or any of it. That, I'm sure that would have nothing to do with uh, his wife. Um, Mike Davis, but we have to deal with this. I want to start, before I get to the whole, because I think it's a good thing with Fannie Wilson. She's going to come in on this voting machines thing. It's absolutely, you know, it's such small ball because they've got letters saying people invited them in. But that, I think she jumps the shark, and the whole thing jumps the shark. But i got to go back to D.C. in this judge, President Trump, is, I guess, lighting her up again this morning on social media. Walk me through who she is, where do we stand on this, this protective order, and is President Trump going to play by going to play by the uh, Marquis of Queensbury's rules here? Uh, U.S. District Judge Tanya Shutkin is a D.C. judge who was picked by President Obama. Uh, her husband was also picked by President Obama to be judge on a different court. So she seems to be very tight with President Obama. I I think it's pretty unusual. I can't think of another instance where a husband and wife have been appointed to to, to the bench like this by a president. Uh, But she is, she's delivering for President Obama. She is the, uh, she is left wing. She's a left wing activist. She has been the harshest sentencer of January 6th defendants. She she sentences January 6th defendants even when the Biden Justice Department uh, wishes put too many re- resources going after January 6th defendants and, and ignoring uh, violent crime all over the country. Even then, when the Biden Justice Department recommends no jail time, uh, Judge Tanya Shutkin puts people in jail. I mean, it's, it's a constant... Uh, issue with her. She said one time, uh, and this is from the Associated Press, so it's not, uh, you know, Mike Davis coming up with conspiracy theories. Uh, It says, uh, U.S. District Judge Tanya Shutton called it a false equivalence to compare the actions of people protesting mostly peacefully for civil rights to the mob that was trying to overthrow the government. So she's trying to say that the BLM riots. Uh, let's let's talk about the BLM riots. The BLM leaders were self-proclaimed trained Marxist, and they idolized uh, dictator Mao, who killed 
45 million Asians, mass murder of 45 million Asians. BLM leaders advocated for political violence, which is uh, domestic terrorism. They support Hamas, uh, including attacking civilians in Israel, our key ally. Uh, they've raised money to bail out child predators and other violent criminals. Uh, they've almost certainly committed tax fraud when they uh, raised $100 million, including nearly $100 million, including shaking down these dumb woke corporations. And these big living Marxist BLM bought four mansions and they organized this anti-cop pro-criminal campaign over the last several years that have led to the spike that has led to the spike in murders, carjackings, robberies, and assaults, and other violent crimes and chaos in American cities. And by the way, who does that hurt the most? Poor black Americans trapped in these third world Marxist hellholes. So uh, really good work, the BLM. They, now, BLM riots that Judge Shuckin referred to, they attacked the White House, including torching the Secret Service guard station and, and sending President the president of the United States to the bunker. Uh, they torched St. John's Church near the White House. They violently assaulted a U.S. Senator Rand Paul visiting the White House. They attacked the Portland Federal Courthouse on a nightly basis for many, many months. And they these riots led to 12 deaths and uh, nearly $2 billion in damage. And that contrast that with January 6th, where people showed up with a permit from the National Park Service to a lawful protest. It got out of hand. There were bad actors in these this mostly peaceful protest, including feds, and it uh, got out of hand and it turned into a riot. There were people who trespassed into the Capitol, which is wrong, but there were people who were led into the Capitol, right? Hornman, the guy who got sentenced to prison for like three years, was led into this, uh, led into the Senate floor by the Capitol Police and given a tour. I mean, this is crazy that Judge Tanya Shudkin thinks that the BLM riots that went on for many, 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 many months were less problematic than the January 6th riot that got out of c control for several hours on January 6th, and then they they were able to resolve the issue several several hours later. How many? How many she said that they were trying to overthrow the government. How many insurrectionists get to the floor, a Senate floor of a nation's capital, and don't burn the damn place down? They take selfies and walk through velvet ropes. Give me a damn break, Judge Chuckin. Hold on, Judge Chuckin, when did she make this comparison? Did she put this out on Twitter? How did she do this, in a, in a statement? No, this, this is in her court proceedings when she's railroading these January 6th defendants and throwing the book at them. She remember she is a former former public defender. She's she's, she's supposed to be pro defendant rights and she has just completely ignored those when she goes after these January 6th defendants. And look, I'm not excusing what happened on January 6th. There were but you know to lump everyone together on January 6th and to say that they're all part of some seditious conspiracy or some Part of some some part of like uh, insurrection to overthrow the government is just insane. Or do do all the people who supported BLM are they responsible for the two billion dollars in damage and twelve people who were killed? Of course not, right? So why are they trying to say that everyone who showed up on January sixth is responsible for the people who trespassed and then the people who were violent? That's that's nonsense to lump all these people together. But that's the play by the Democrats to try to eliminate competition politically.
What is this issue with the protective order? How is this going to break down? It is the sword of Damocles over Trump's head. This protective order is very vague and very broad. And so it's whatever the government labels sensitive, whatever the hell that means. And so then Trump, if Trump talks about sensitive evidence, uh, Judge Shudkin can can haul him in and put him in jail and hold him in contempt and whatever else Judge Shudkin wants to do before she railroads him. Let me give you an example. Judge Shudkin, Shudkin warned Trump essentially that if he criticized her court proceedings, she was going to move up the trial date. And she said it so so Trump couldn't take the jury. That is a direct threat against President Trump, a criminal defendant, that if he criticizes the judge's proceedings, she's going to railroad him faster. There's no chance that President Trump is going to get a fair trial before this judge, this Judge Shutkin. She has proven time and time again that she has a warped view on January 6th. She thinks they're trying to overthrow the government, uh, but you know, with selfies on the Senate floor and walking through velvet ropes. And she's defending J- the, the BLM rioters who caused $2 billion in damage and, ki- and killed 12 people. She, she, she is a leftist. She's an Obama judge. She's going to railroad Trump. You have this Garland prosecutor, Biden prosecutor, Jack Smith, uh, who is a political hitman. You have Judge Sudkin, who's this Obama judge, who's going to railroad him. You have a Trump deranged jury, 95% voted against President Trump in the 2020 presidential election and the D.C. Circuit's Obama stacked. And so this will have to get resolved by the Supreme Court. They're going to overturn this criminal conviction, but they're probably not going to be able to do it before November 7th, 2024. So what needs to happen? People need to vote for President Trump, put him back in the White House, and end this Democrat lawfare against President Trump. They fear they can't beat him on November 7th, 2024, so they're simply going to indict him. And why the hell should a Democrat prosecutor, a Democrat judge, and a Democrat jury, instead of the American people, real Americans and real America, instead of these Trump-deranged Democrats in D.C., decide the next presidential election? Hell no. Uh, what about, is Fannie Lewis, I saw this about Coffee County, and I think Coffee County invited people in to look at these machines. Is this all Fannie Willis has? Is this what this indictment's going to come down to? They're making such a big deal about this today. I tell you what, Mike, can you hang on for a second? I just want to hold you through, through the break, if you don't mind. Uh, and we're a little stacked up here, but we'll work it out. We've got Ben Burkwam. We've got Mike Davis with us. Ben Burkwam's going to join us from Ukraine. We've got Jack Basovic's going to be here, Jim Hoft. Uh, we're pretty packed today because there's so much going on and so much has happened over the weekend. We're going to make sure it all makes sense to you. We'll talk later about a lead story, as I mentioned, Jonathan Martin, about Mitch McConnell. But we want to make sure everyone in Kentucky knows we love the Patriots there, love the Commonwealth of Kentucky. We're going to have John Prine, Celebration of American Music, John Prine's My Old Kentucky Home is the song that we're, uh, we're putting forward today as, as the, uh, a great American song about a great American state. Tis summer, the old folks are gay. Well, the corn tops ripe, and the meadows in the bloom, while the birds make music all the day. Weep no more, my lady. Sing one song for my old
Kentucky home For my old Kentucky home Far away Why are so many people buying emergency food right now? As tensions continue to escalate, our fragile food supply chain will break again. One shocking headline spreads panic like wildfire, and grocery stores are empty within hours. That means you really need a proper supply of emergency food on hand before, not after, before disaster strikes. You'll breathe easier knowing you can feed your family in any crisis. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com for your one-week emergency food supply. That's MyPatriot.com for your one-week emergency food supply. MyPatriotSupply is the nation's largest preparedness company with millions of happy, worry-free customers. It comes in a nifty ammo can that's loaded with delicious food. There's no skimping with these meals, offering over 2,000 calories per day. Don't skip the special $30 savings available this week only on the one-week emergency food supply. This week only, 30 bucks off. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Action, action, action. Use your agency. Take advantage of this special. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's the 20th anniversary of MyPillow's breakthrough. MyPillow, go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM, get MyPillow 2.0. Also have all kind of sales when you go to our, um, you go to our site, right? Just go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. You got all the sales there, all the specials, particularly the MyPillow 2.0. This is revolutionizing, uh, this is revolutionizing sleeping. So go check it out today. The armor-piercing show, Mike Lindell will be with us. In the uh, in the second hour, as we get ready to transfer the war room out to Springfield, Missouri, going to be broadcasting there on Wednesday and Thursday this week. Um, a lot a lot going on there, and it will be up twenty four seven nonstop on Lindell TV. Real America's Voice is going to have a major presence there. Also, mypillock.com, promo code war. Mike Davis, this is are they about to jump the shark in Georgia with this uh Fannie Willis? Are they now the American people are going to finally say, "Hey, it's too you seen all the focus groups. Nobody knows what's going on. It just looks at them like the establishments. And these are people that are independents are not MAGA. They just go, it looks like they're just trying to stop Trump. Uh cuz it's very confusing. Is Fannie Willis with her 37 indictments is this is this where they officially jumped the shark is uh this week? I actually think, Steve, that they jumped the shark by letting Alvin Bragg indict President Trump first, which is the dumbest thing they can do. We talk, we've been talking about this for a year. We knew that they were going to bring all of these indictments as part of their lawfare campaign. I thought that they would bring Jack Smith's document case first. And even though President Trump had the, uh, the right under the Presidential Records Act to have his presidential records in the office of former presidents, that was the most plausible case. Uh, but they didn't do that. They went with Alvin Bragg's dumb lawsuit or his criminal indictment first for the non-crime of a businessman settling a nuisance claim. And so then when Jack Smith indicted for the for the documents after that, it looked cheaper. Right. And then Jack Smith indicted again for the non-crime of objecting to a presidential election, which is allowed by the presidential records, or excuse me, by the Electoral Count Act of 1887 and the First Amendment. Then it just started to look silly. And now Fannie Willis is going to indict. It's almost like with the, the Kavanaugh confirmation, they couldn't just stick to Christine Blasey Ford, even though she was lying through her teeth. She was the most 
plausible of the allegations. They brought in five other allegations, including Michael Avenatti and his buffoonery, and it just undermined everything they were doing, and it ended up backfiring on the Democrats' House. Uh, the Democrats won the House, but that year in 2018, four Senate Democrats got sent into early retirement over their buffoonery during the Kavanaugh confirmation. They're running the same buffoonery now with Trump. They, they, are, they are overplaying their hands badly, and you're seeing in the polling that it's backfiring spectacularly on the Democrats. Alvin Bragg's indictment won Trump the nomination. Jack Smith's first indictment put Trump in uh, in very close contention with Biden. President uh, 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 Jack Smith's second indictment won the presidency for Trump. And I, I think Fannie Willis's indictment is going to help Trump win by like two or three percentage points. It's, it's not even going to be close anymore. Mike Davis, how do people get to uh, uh, Article 3 and how they support Article 3 and your social media? You can you can donate at article3project.org, article3project.org, at article3project, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. And my personal is at M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. And thank you, Steve. And late at night, he will come in a little hot on that Twitter account, so follow it. Mike Davis, thank you for taking time today. Let us go to Ukraine. We have Real America's Voice investigative reporter Ben Burkwam with us live. Ben, uh, what do you? Uh, I hear you're heading towards, or have already been to the front. What, what's what's your latest status report? Hey, Steve. Uh, we're actually we actually just uh, finished up a, a training with the police down here. Uh, some of the special forces guys that came down with us were with the uh, Free Burma Rangers, and they did some training with the police. We were actually about to head to another location. The training went slightly long, and we just got word that that location was just hit with mortar attacks and uh, uh, gunfire. So multiple people were dead. So uh, God's timing is perfect. And so uh, it's very possible had we gotten out on time, we would have been in that location and possibly hit by a mortar like that community was. But this entire trip has been uh, eye-opening is uh, an understatement. We've seen Uh, It's pretty shocking. The police stations, we've gone to multiple uh, that have been attacked. We've gone to multiple hospitals that have been attacked. Uh, The citizens here, we met with uh, little old ladies who had their legs blown up. Um, A hospital where 70% of the victims were locals who who stepped on landmines as the Russians left. They left the landmines behind. It's just been, it's wild. And so we haven't been able to post most of the footage yet. We can't post it until we get out just for security to give up the locations where we are because we're getting word that the Russians are actually specifically targeting American phones uh, to drop uh, missiles and uh, send artillery towards. But we are, uh, we, we've been in the red zone multiple times, less than 10 kilom- kilometers away, uh, six miles away from where the uh, artillery is, ha- or shelling's happening. But everywhere we are, even right now, uh, is being hit by missiles almost every day. Is your is your sense that the Ukrainian people are dug in here? They're very courageous. So they dug in to uh, defeat the Russians. They they won't. Uh, you think more of this goes on, and the more people are killed and maimed, it just gets to be that mindset that hey, we can't. Uh, we will never stop. We will never give up. Yes, absolutely. The number one thing is that there are old old branches that we have talked to. 
uh, all of them, they're extremely brave and they have lost a lot of men. But also, uh, you have to say the the paramedics, the people that have gone into the middle field, uh, they're really risking their lives to save their people. But the sad thing about it is that they're actually attacking the homes where they were, you know, children's hospitals and, and these departments and these particular stations are extremely important for information to know where the whereabouts and where the Russians are going ahead. So they are basically, you can say, handicapped to that uh, to, to protect themselves. But a lot of the young men, uh, they're going over there and they're brutally getting hurt, Steve. They are brutally every day. You hear explosions. You hear the artillery. Uh, we're not too far away from the line of contact. So. Uh, it is it is something that it just should be taken into consideration of how much they're risking their lives, the young men over here. Uh, ben, you broke some pretty big news here. I think it was on Friday when you said that Zelensky, who had already fired the, the, the guy in Odessa, was in charge of recruiting for taking $5 million in bribes. He got rid of all his major recruiting command because of corruption. What actually happened and how's that played out? Because we keep hearing one of the big issues is they've lost so many young men, so many good fighters on this uh, on this counteroffensive that is starting to grind to a halt to a degree because of lack of manpower. Yeah, this is one of the things. And I, I spoke to uh, uh, somebody off the record. Uh, they can't, for for obvious reasons, they can't go on the record. And they said, you know, uh, yes, I asked them specifically about corruption in Ukraine, and uh, they said it. It uh, corruption goes from the bottom to the top. But uh, it, it appears that Zelensky is, is trying to fight that uh, to the best extent that he can. And this is one of those examples. Uh, and one of the things they so they fired these recruiters. And basically what the recruiters were doing was was paying or being bought off to sneak people, draft dodgers, the young men that don't want to go to the front lines, uh, sneaking them out of the country. And so uh, he basically said, if you're it's instead of innocent until proven guilty, he said to all these generals, if uh, you're innocent, then you you need to go to the front lines yourself. Otherwise, you're all fired is, is the word that we got. So um, it's, you know, at least in that respect, he's uh, he's trying to do the right thing, trying to get the young men in this country to stand up for their own country. And I, back to, you know, I know a lot of people in America are, are uh, don't don't want to see American tax dollars spent, at least not to know, you know, indefinitely over here. And I asked them about that. We asked them about that. And they said, you know, if, if the American tax dollars stopped, uh, every single American or, uh, Ukrainian citizen would be out with their guns on the front. And so there definitely is the resolve within the country to defeat the Russians because they understand. This. They froze up. OK, um, signal. let me go to uh, let's try to reboot that. Um, Jack Basobic, uh, you followed Ukraine probably closer than uh, than anybody. You have many contacts in the region. Give me your give me your assessment. Yeah, Steve, we traveled extensively throughout Ukraine uh, last year. Wore boots on the ground, and and I just want to uh, point out to everybody that that Zelensky is, isn't exactly one of these hands clean kind of guys. Uh, he was brought up by one of the largest Ukrainian oligarchs, Igor Kolomoisky. Uh, his name was one of the most prominently featured names throughout the entire Panama Papers last year. And I think that he knows, to Ben's point, that if the U.S. tax dollars stop flowing, what's really going to happen is, yeah, the people will be up in arms, but they'll be targeting Zelensky. That's who they're going to go after because he's the one that's pushed them all into this, and he's the one who's going to be trying to run out with the bag when this entire house of cards collapses. 
I want to connect domestic politics now with this. You saw the piece yes. I got to you earlier uh, on at Politico about Mitch McConnell, who literally is making it his life's work at the end to fully fund Ukraine and to thwart uh, President Trump. Your, your thoughts on that? Because that ties back to the whole Keebler elves, the Murdoch situation, all of it. That they, these guys' last stand right now is to and not just fund Ukraine. When you're talking about the levels yeah. of funding they're talking about. It's for further escalation, which is only going to kill more young men. And that's why the parents, it's the parents of the kids that are paying the money to the recruiters over there because they don't want to see their kids die on a battlefield for something that's not going to make that much difference at the end of the day. It's just not. And that's why the Ukrainian citizens are paying big money to these recruiters who are taking the money and getting the kids out of the country. Jack Posobiec. Look, you got families that are terrified because they know that what Zelensky is doing. Go look at Bakhmut. Go look at the videos of Bakhmut and the soldiers that Zelensky sent to their deaths for months on end going up against the Wagner group in Bakhmut for months and months after they were told it wasn't going to be held. And he said, well, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to keep sending men in there, keep sending our boys into Bakhmut. And the exact same thing that they did with the defensive lines in this completely failed counteroffensive where instead of um, – Instead of concentrating Ukrainian forces and trying to penetrate with one main thrust through the Russian defensive lines, what they did was send wave attacks against multiple areas uh, simultaneously. The Russian commanders, and there's, there's reports the Russian commanders are looking back saying, what are they doing? This is, this is the absolute wrong way to run this. And they said, we're going to dwindle your forces. They said, no, you're not dwindling the Russian forces right now. You're get, you're the ones who are dwindling. You are the ones who are decimated. You are the ones who are participating in a war of attrition. And now it's got to the point where NATO coffers writ large are being depleted around the world. Look, and, and you talk about these politicians that are getting into their, their later years, McConnell, Biden, Steve, what we're seeing is the last stand of the globalists the last stand of the people that have erected this corrupt system that spans all the way up to, the, I guess, the borders of, of Bakhmut right now, and then is deeply in bed with the Chinese Communist Party on the economic end. They're trying to keep the system afloat while it, the entire thing is crumbling through their fingers. And so rather than turn back and say, hey, maybe we should turn America back into a nationalist, populist nation state. Maybe we should listen to the people like Oliver Anthony that's singing about the economic issues and the economic destruction, the the breakdown of the American family, the breakdown of the American middle class and working class, and actually do something for the people of this country and all the other countries that are affected by it. No, they're doubling down. They're saying that we need to be more in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. We need to funnel more resources through NATO into Ukraine. We need to fight the Russians 10 times harder. Steve, if they continue to escalate along these two lines, then we face Mearsheimer's warning, a two-front world war. Uh, in a charnel house. Uh, Jack, hang on one second. We're going to pivot and talk about Maui when we return to the war room. Right now, many Americans are feel, feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities. And those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing 
that you have the skills to defend yourself. And that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon. When you go to itargetpro.com right now, don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com, and the offer code is Bannon. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I need everybody to get the pricey uh, for the end of the dollar empire. Now we're hearing that China's got deflation. So this thing in Durban is going to be quite wild. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get your pricey on the end of the dollar empire. Of course, you can get all three. This is all totally free. You start to answer the question as we go to this Durban conference on the 24th. Why are the world's central banks buying gold with both hands at the greatest, fastest rate they've ever purchased them? That is the question. Of course, in Jackson Hole today is McCarthy and all the fat cat Republican donors that back him. You're going to have in Jackson Hole, I think, next week. You're going to have the central banks there with uh, Powell at the same time, the Durban, uh, the Durban conference. So a lot going on in the world of capital markets. Make sure that you understand it all. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon and get it. Get your uh, pricey on the end of the dollar empire. Jack Posobiec. Um, just before we leave Ukraine, didn't you find it fascinating that McConnell really talks nothing about the Chinese Communist Party and the, and the absolute critical nature of the defense of Taiwan, but it just goes on and on how he's got to stop Trump and, and falsely blames America first for being isolationist, which we are far from? Didn't that strike you as odd? Well, Steve, America first doesn't mean America only. American first is a prioritization strategy for the goals of the American government, first and foremost. And it doesn't surprise me that a guy who's been in D.C. for that long, these career politicians don't understand what it is we're talking about when we say this. We want uh, bilateral trade agreements. What we don't want is international globalism. We want to be able to work with partners like semiconductor manufacturers in Taiwan. We want to be able to work with people all over the world for trade. Okay. This makes sense. Obviously we're not isolationists. Don't get me wrong. There's a big part of me that wants to say, just throw up the United States Navy on both coasts, uh, send the military to the border and be done with it. But we also understand that it's got to be within uh, within the scope of what makes sense for the American people. That's what has to come first. But the fact is that they never respond to the Chinese Communist Party the same way that they do to Russia. They never respond to this whatsoever. Instead, they have this view 
that it's still the 1980s. Russia is the evil enemy, so we have to demonize them. We have to do everything we can to poke the bear. We have to do everything we can to prop up the corrupt government in Ukraine. We have to conduct... Um, you'll never once hear them talk about the, the Maidan coup that the United States backed. You'll never once hear them talk about the fact that they do have extremists running throughout the Ukrainian military. They'll never talk about the fact that Ukraine's been striking Donetsk and was doing so even during the Minsk, Minsk Accords. These are Ukrainian citizens who were, they finally rose up and said, we want to join Russia because our own government keeps lobbing missiles at us. These are the Russian-speaking people in uh, in the East there. And so, no, you'll never hear any talk about that whatsoever. And a lot of this is emotional. A lot of it is financial. A lot of it's corruption. But at the same time, Steve, there's a huge blind eye to any of the human rights abuses that have been done by the Chinese Communist Party over at Human Events. We did our entire series, The China Files. We've got a huge um, a huge setup now where people can go back and watch it. People have taken all three hours of it. They're putting it on uh, on social media. People are telling me they're watching it all throughout. So it's, it's an amazing compendium for people to go through the history of the Chinese Communist Party and the fact that globalism is inextricably tied. The system of globalism is inextricably tied to the bloodied streets of Tiananmen Square, June 4th, 1989. Yes. This is when the deal was struck that China would become the manufacturer. They would become the factory, the slave labor of China, and the, manuf the workers of the United States would be the ones left holding the bag while anybody who was in power, or sh I guess we should say the rich men north of Richmond, would be the ones who'd be running away to the bank. Um, talking about blind eye, I want to pivot uh, for a moment to, uh, and I want to hold you through the break. I know you're busy just for a minute. Um, the um, Maui. You've looked at this situation uh, quite extensively. There's almost no information coming out whatsoever. We hear up over a thousand people could be dead, and what we're seeing and hearing the dead is that these people have been incinerated. Uh, they came and identified the bodies. Does that feel Jack Posobiec like a brush fire, like a wildfire? Well, Steve, in fact, they're they're saying that they have to employ DNA testing because um, even even the teeth, even some of the skeletal remains aren't possible. I mean, you're looking at something that looks like a, a plane wreck, you know, when a plane crash hits uh, and the bodies are on the ground and they've been they've been torn apart. Uh, there was a video of a dog that had been completely just just flash charred on the ground. Uh, this looks like something I would say this looks like something that you see out of a war zone, like some, but it, obviously this is civilians. This, these look like scenes out of Bakhmut with palm trees right there on the ground. And you've got this guy, Joe Biden, sitting on a beach in Rehoboth, Delaware, the same Joe Biden that was looking at his watch during the gold star funeral of our heroes, our hero dead in Afghanistan is sitting on the beach while Maui burns, sitting on the beach there while all of this is going on. Barack Obama, Hawaii's favorite son, right? Hawaii's favorite son, Barack Obama. I looked, he's got a tweet up about it, right? What's he doing? Where is he going out there? Uh, these are the American people. And why is it that every time that there's an issue in the United States, whether it be East Palestine, whether it be Maui, whether it be any of the flooding, we get no information from the government. We get little information. You get people that are blocked. You get people that aren't able to get the, the story out there. 
the na- the official narrative doesn't match with what people on the ground are saying. I got people down there, Steve, telling me that they sent the kids home, the kid, but the parents didn't know what was going on because the emergency uh, the emergency alert system wasn't working. That cell phone service was all taken down. The parents didn't even know the kids had already gone home. So they didn't even know where their kids were. They thought the kids were still at school and that they were safe. Um, videos, uh, I saw a video of a homeless woman who just, who wrote out the entire thing by running into a bathroom with the tile and, and water there and was able to keep safe. And so these, these are horrific, horrific scenes coming down within the United States. And you've got a government that is turning around and telling you that the most important thing that you need to do with your money is send billions and billions to Ukraine. Jack, if you can just hold for 90 seconds, quick break. I want to ask you about the actual damage that's done. And from the military's perspective, your naval intelligence, your first assessment. John Prine, old Kentucky home, short break, Jack Vasovic. We also have Sheila Walker from Maui. We're trying to connect with her. It's obviously very difficult. Uh, Jim Hoff, Michael Seifert, pretty jammed in the second hour. Stick around. 90 seconds, Jack Vasovic back, his assessment of what happened in Maui. Weep no more, my lady Oh, weep no more today We sing one song For my old Kentucky home For my old Kentucky You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it because it just might. Canadian wildfire smoke has blanketed the United States, reaching as far as our southern states. And with wildfire season in full swing nationwide, toxic smoke is threatening our health. EnviroCleanse is military-grade air purification that's now available for your home. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty in breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That is how you keep your family healthy. And this is why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And only EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air or you get your money back. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use code Steve for 10% off your EnviroCleanse air purification unit. You'll also receive the free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 saving. Now visit ekpure.com. ekpure.com. Code word Steve. ekpure.com. Code word Steve. Take action. Use your agency. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. 
Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.